This is a crowd podcast. Hey, curious fuckers, it's Florence here. Just a quick note to say that this episode is part of a new series called A Guide To, where we'll be taking things back to the basics and talking all about things that you feel like you should know, but like most of us, often don't. We'll be taking you through some of our top tips for everything from learning to kiss to sex parties, first dates to foursomes, with plenty of juicy stories in between. This, of course, is a shame-free zone. So anything goes, there is zero judgment here. Weird buttholes, slobbery kisses, period blood on the sheets, we've all seen it. So if there's anything that you want us to chat about, anything that you want to learn, anything that you want to know more about, send us a DM on Instagram. You can find us at come curious, that's C-O-M-E curious. You're listening to Fuck's Given, the one where I went to my first sex party and Reed came too. Yay! <laughs> I actually kind of feel like an imposter saying it was my first sex party because it's like I have been to one before, I just wasn't able to participate. So it didn't feel the same. Yeah, I mean, as we know, your first is kind of really the time that you make it. So yes. if you feel like this was your first proper experience at a sex party, then yeah. Yeah. This was, yeah, this was the sex party where I could go wild. <laughs> yes. And did you go wild? Yes and no. Like, it's oh. funny because I feel like I had expectations, obviously, going mm. into this into the party and I was actually really, really nervous on the day as yeah. well. Like I suddenly got into like a weird, bad place. I was crying about my ex and I was like, mm. where is this even coming from? I don't understand, but I was like, I just need to get it out. And then we, then I came to yours, we got ready. And I think getting in the outfits got me in our mood. Oh yeah. It's like, it's putting on your war paint, right? Yeah, kind of modeling. Mine's broken after last no. night. Oh my God, so is mine. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> I was like, no one will see this. <laughs> Guess that's just, yeah, what happens at sex yeah, parties. Yeah, part and parcel. Also, hello Florence. Oh, hi. hi. <laughs> We didn't Hi, do the name yet. We didn't. <laughs> How are you? It's literally the day after this, the party. And we, we you were there until 10-ish? I was there until midnight. I actually don't know when, when we left. I thought it was a bit later than 10. I thought it was about 11. But it was it was a day sex party. Day fetish. Well, I mean, uh, do we even call it a fetish party? It was just like a very safe space, a very inclusive like a space. sex for, party, right? Yeah. Yeah. Queer sex party in Hackney. And it's at like a daytime. So they recommend people getting there from 4 p.m. Yeah. They which, open doors at 3 p.m. Yeah. Which, which I is, was whoo! so shocked about because <sighs> I just had in my mind that I was going to be turning up to this place at like 10 p.m. Yeah, I mean, that's normally what you do at a sex party because you normally come like after dinner and drinks. Yeah. And so it was, it's a heavy, heavy event. You're yeah. there for a long time. It's a lot of social exhaustion. I am exhausted today. I'm so exhausted. I slept yeah. for so long this morning because I was just like, you know what? I need some kind of like, almost like that self-care after 
the fact. Yes, you need to rejuvenate the energy. Yeah, it's not only like the ex, you, you're like spilling so much energy, but you're also in a in very like intense, very intense environment that's got so much like visual stimulation and mm-hmm. like sexual stimulation. You're getting intimate with people and that's a lot. Yeah, a lot, that, yeah. I mean, I felt, I felt very, <laughs> even though it was, it's the most casual, chill sex party I've ever been to, I felt like it was probably the most intense, the yeah. most intense experience that I've been to. And I don't know whether it's just because we've had social burnout this week anyway, we've had a lot on. Yeah. And then for a sex party to happen that early on a Sunday, no less, yeah. is a lot. It was a lot. It definitely was a lot. I actually have a quick update before... Okay, right. Party, and yes. I have not told Update. you this. On saving purpose. it, saving it on the, for the pod. <laughs> I love this. Save the content. So everyone knows that I have a lactation kink. Yeah. I think I might have told you the first bit of this, which was mm. an old partner that I used to explore this with <gasps> got back in touch and was like, "Would you be up for like having a session together, exploring this again?" And I was just like. Yeah, because I have been thinking (laughs) about kind of just, you know, exploring that side of me like a little bit more. I haven't really had the opportunity to. um, Mm. And on Friday, he came over like in the middle of the day. (gasps) My God, love that. Day sex day. And sucked my boobs for like an hour. Oh, which was was good so good and it ended up in um it ended up in him like fingering me and making me come like really hard as well so it's like amazing Whoa. i was gonna say because you when you mentioned it before you were like this i don't think this is about sex this no. is just going to be mm-hmm. um you know boobs fondling nipples yeah. but yeah that's amazing that you ended up having like an orgasm as yeah well. i wasn't expecting it to be honest but yeah. obviously it turns me on so much and he was like, you know, like you can play with yourself whilst I'm doing this if you want. So oh God, did I you? did. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Obviously. It feels so good having someone suck on your nips. It's like, I nearly made myself come like just whilst he was doing that as well, but I just got back like in my head a little bit. But oh, yeah. the aftermath of having your nips sucked for like an hour is- You must have been dripping. <laughs> I, my nipples still hurt. <gasps> oh my God, yeah. Nipple plate, like it can be so, but, <laughs> so but painful. it's like they're bruised, right? Yeah. Bruised and bruised. sore. Not only are they bruised and sore, some, like the skin has torn on one of my <gasps> nips. So like I was dry. like, yesterday <gasps> at the sex party, I had to say to who I ended up having fun with, I was like, can't touch my nipples because yeah, this please. happens. They're very, very sore. Oh, and also just like even under the mesh of the top was like, Ugh. oh, because oh, we were getting ready and you're like, I want to tell you something so bad, but I have to wait for the pod. That, was that what must I have been why you. your poor nips, man. I know I've got nips. a little scab on one of my nipples. <sighs> yeah, I mean on the areola fuck. bit. I don't know how mothers breastfeed their babies, especially when they're starting to get teeth. Fuck me. Oh my god. Yeah. Now I understood after that. I was just like, fuck yeah. Mums have yeah. to go through a lot. A but go through the shit. pain 
and the pleasure of it when someone's sucking on your tits is so good. Yeah, like the I pain get the same. feels great. It's it's like the overstimulation where it's almost like it's so much it's unbearable, but it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, mine's the same. I've, funnily enough, I've recently discovered, and this is what, you know, we got sent these um, bamboo bed sheets where yeah. it's just one thin. Yes. So I've recently discovered that that's the most amazing thing for me to tightly wrap myself in and play with my nipples with. Oh. I, I am so into it. And now I'm getting into the mum- mummification kink <gasps> idea of like having my body played with whilst being completely mummified in this oh particular silky fabric. Um, and today I masturbated with the wand and I had the wand over the top of the sheet mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. whilst playing with my nips. And I was like, fuck man, I, someone needs to fucking mummification me up right now yes. and do this. Like, I'm so into this. Yeah, oh, and ov- obviously also be tickled as well. I, I just want it all. It just yeah. sounds so Completely good. Completely restricted. Yes, yes, please. That would yeah. be ideal. So I've had a very kinky week, like not gonna lie. I had sex last yes. Sunday and then had this thing on Friday and then a sex party this Sunday. I mean, you've had lots. Busy time for me. (laughs) Holy shit. The reason why you wanted to go was to get inspo. Do you feel inspired? Yeah, I think I feel inspired for my own sex life as well. I feel like the things that didn't happen there last night, I want to go and experience somewhere, whether it's the same Mm -hmm. party or a different one. But yeah, should we tell the story of the party? The party, yes. Well, we we got ready together. Um, I was so nervous. Yeah, well, both you and Sam were nervous. It's understandable. Yeah. I was shitting myself the first time I went to a sex party. Yeah. Like, proper bricking it. The, the the sort of, the adrenaline and the nerves that you get is inexplicable. But mm-hmm. once, you're, once you're there and once you sort of understand the space and, and yeah. you realise that it's okay, then it's like, oh, it's just like any other club, but like yeah. nicer. Yeah, apart from like when people are looking at you, the... F- the- the fact that they want to fuck you isn't like threatening in any kind of way, like yeah. as it is in like a normal club. Yeah, well, in a normal club, it's kind of like invading. Predatory. But in this kind of space, yeah, predatory. But in this space, it's very much like you feel confident enough to be like, oh, okay, cool, no, I'm good, thanks. And it's very much respected. It's a very yeah. different atmosphere. Yes. And that's, I think, what I really loved about the party last night is that it was so consensual. Like yes. everyone was so, so on it. No one would like pressure anyone. And like, mm-hmm. if you did, you would be kicked out. We saw Literally kicked one out. person get kicked out. They're very on it. Um, so we went we went to Crossbreed and they, they do most of their parties every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and before we went, we, we did dress up yes we got a cab over there walked over to the party the event and while you're in the queue just before you go in you you get i don't want to say interviewed is that the right word interviewed questioned it's like a vibe check they call yes, it literally a vibe check um by somebody who basically just wants to know what you're about and you're not there for the wrong reasons and yeah. um ask you about the rules that they have on their page and yeah just make sure that you're like in the know about what's safe and what isn't at yeah. a sex party, which so that is cool. everyone feels safe inside because, you know, everyone's literally vetted at the door. And other sex parties do this, but in different ways. Yeah, it definitely made me feel safer once I got in having that process. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Sure. And you can tell as well that everyone you're speaking to and chatting to, um, the, the amazing thing about crossbreed is that they pride themselves on being so inclusive of all genders, all sexualities. Mm-hmm. It was actually the probably the nicest space that I'd seen in a sexual situation where it wasn't just full of fucking white people. Mm. It was really nice to see that. There was such a huge range of different people. And again, it was accessible for people who are... Yeah, for disabilities. And they had a separate playroom for... Was it... um, Femmes and trans. Femmes and trans people, which was really amazing to hear as well. Again, really, really cool space. So yeah, props to them. So how did you feel when you went into the venue? It was pretty overwhelming, not gonna lie. I think when when I was in, it's like, it's. I feel like I've been in these spaces before, but in a slightly different way. So I, I, I mean, everyone just seemed really friendly. The, the energies Super were really, friendly. really great. I think because of the frame of mind I was in, I found it really hard to be like, I felt a bit socially awkward. Cause mm. I was just like, oh, I don't know like how to like chat to new people. I don't really know how to like, I wasn't in a place where I was confident in like, holding a conversation to be honest so I kind of needed people to be a little bit more like forthcoming to me um because I was kind of nervous to go to go up to people when I went in I was like this could be like a really great space for me to explore my sexuality and Mm. actually like kiss some women and that didn't happen which I was like kind of disappointed by but then by the end of the night I kind of process that and I was just like it's fine like there there's other times there's other opportunities maybe yeah. this just isn't the space to do that that in because mm. maybe like going on individual dates would actually be better rather than in quite like an intense like sexual way like straight away I definitely have gone away from it thinking I would love to have any kind of like threesome foursome like in the playroom because I think that would be Yes. A big, big vibe. Also, the venue is, I mean, most sex parties, the venue is like mixed between a dance area and sort of like mm. a chill chatting area. Um, and because it was so hot and humid yesterday, I think that's hot. why it felt really intense because everybody was in the outside area. Everybody. Yeah. Um, it was really busy. But then they had a huge playroom upstairs. And before you go into the playroom, they, they again, they question you. They ask if you know are you intoxicated mm-hmm. um they kind of again do a vibe check are you what are you there for are you there to just look or play or sit or chill yeah. what's the plan to, cool. to basically yeah really cool to basically avoid people just going in and gawping yeah um yeah and then making other people feel uncomfortable so yeah it that was really cool um it was probably the biggest sort of playroom that i'd seen it was it was kind of like industrial dungeony but not like not like stereotypical yeah. dungeony it was very like cool the modernish like dungeon cages with like railings and like bench lots of seating. benches yeah with like padding on them um, yeah. and it was like it was the, the light was really nice in there as well the way they had lit it mm. uh, it was very dark with like a lot of like blues and i think it was a lot of blues and there was pinks. a red light yeah 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 which was really great in one of my sessions <laughs> oh oh my god i love this um so yeah i mean when i when i was there with sam we just we explored Mm. we also had a conversation beforehand of like reassurance about 
you know, if, if either one of us feels uncomfortable, just give me a squeeze on the arm and we can either go to the bar and get a drink or get yeah. out of that situation or go and have a breather outside because it can be a lot. It's a lot of overstimulation. We also spoke about like rules, what are we okay with? And I also said, this is just the first sex party. So let's just go there with no expectations. Let's see what it's about. Yeah. See if you enjoy it. Um, this doesn't have to be the only one. This, this can just be the only one if you hate it, you know, like let's just go there and have an experience. And yeah. I think that was helpful. Definitely um, a really good conversation to have. You've got to have yeah. that conversation. Yeah, and it's the same with you, you know, having that conversation with you, if, if you feel uncomfortable at any point as well, like, let's go out and chill out. Yeah, and oh yeah, you, you said to both me and Sam, you were like, if you ever feel uncomfortable, just give me a squeeze and mm-hmm. we'll go chill out somewhere. Yes, and I think I needed that when I was in there. There were intense moments where I was like, okay, I need I need to go outside now and yeah. just like chill the fuck out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pe- people were just dressed up amazing. There was such a range of yeah. what people were dressed in. So, um, so much. And I think that that's what scares people most of all about going to fetish parties and sex parties is what to wear, mm. especially for a straight man. I feel like that's even <laughs> harder because it's like, yeah. Yeah, trying to figure out what makes them feel comfortable. And of course you want to feel comfortable in these environments. A lot of people that were femme presenting were in lingerie, but again, there were so many different types of clothing there. I saw a I saw a guy in like a complete latex apron and nothing else. Yeah. Um, people were wearing high heels, people were wearing boots and flats. There were there were like fishnet tights. There were just lingerie. Some people were just walking around naked with harnesses on. It's, yeah. it's, I think it's all about free expression at Crossbreed compared to other sex parties that are a little bit different. Um, yeah. what, what were you wearing, Florence? So I was wearing like a mesh, a black mesh top, mm-hmm. long sleeve, kind of like With your nipples through. With, yeah, nothing mm-hmm. underneath. With, with this like bondage kind of strap thing above, which is kind of like, a bra shape, but with no middle. And I was just wearing like a black thong and fishnet tights. Yeah. And Doc Martens. And you looked dope. Thanks. I felt really good. I think when I dressed mm. up, I was like, yeah, you look hot. So yes. this is great. I- I think the dressing up part really helps you get into the the mindset of going to a place like that. It's also Definitely. really nice to dress up like that. Something way risky so and that's risky. completely accepted. Yeah. What were you wearing? I was pretty much in this, if you can't see it. I was in like a little pink lingerie set with yeah. a, a white harness over the top with spikes and pink flowers on and then also a white harness so skirt pretty. So pretty. with so some pretty. with some big chunky trainers yeah um, we were kind of like naughty and nice <laughs> yes we had like a little bit of like and i was godly the naughty one. going on you were you were the fucking naughty one she was the innocent one over there yes. i mean i was innocent of the night we sam and i we were we were we got kissing with this other girl that sam was i think sam was chatting to on instagram or field potentially yeah. so that was really nice to like chat to someone that we semi knew and then sam and i ended up going to the playroom and having some sex just us two yeah. just sort of figuring it out but that was that was kind of the extent of our fun and by that point we were like okay cool we've seen it we've been here let's let's go home especially because it's a sunday night and sam, <laughs> sam had work to do the next day <laughs> yeah that's the interesting thing about having it on a sunday it's fine for us because like our schedules are pretty 
I mean, All we started place, recording flexible. at one, so it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. we're good. Yeah, yeah, we were both messaging each other this morning, like, man, I haven't even got out of bed yet. Like, my period just dropped. It was good timing as well. Thank oh God. Oh my it God. Because you were in all white. I was in all white as well. Imagine, like, suddenly just blood play on the fucking oh, playroom floor. Like, fuck that. Shit. Yeah, that would um, be. Suffering today, though. But yes, what did you get up to, Florence? Um, so, it was random. What's probably my most frustrating? thing but then also like it was still a good experience is that I obviously ended up with the most straightest maskist <laughs> guy <laughs> at the sex party yeah just like okay so typical me like when I'm going there for like complete other reasons that I would just be uh hypnotized by an attractive man mm-hmm. um also like with confidence because he just came up to us like when we were all chatting and he was attracted to me and your friend and Mm -hmm. he I think you'd gone to the bathroom or something and then he was just talking to us about like you know how we like to be held and things that we like and he 100% wanted a threesome with me and your friend like oh yeah massively I mean I don't blame him you're both hot (laughs) He's only human. That <laughs> would have been pretty hot as well. Um, yeah. yeah, that's So true. yeah, he started kissing her and then kissing me and like with his hand around on X, but he would do this like super intense, like eye contact thing. Wow. And then like lean that's in hot. for the kiss. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of nice for me because I like really enjoy having a connection with someone. Mm. So I think that's why I enjoyed my experience with him because he was very like, and so communicative about everything. And he'd asked me like, before we even went up into the playroom, he was asking me like what positions I liked. And like, obviously he loved doggy. And I was like, well, you know, doggy doesn't really do it for me. So we, we didn't do it. Nice. And yeah. The man who listens. <laughs> he listened. <laughs> and asks questions. Asks questions. Nice. And I think I might have been the person that was like, do you want to go check out the playroom? Oh, Florence. <laughs> Not know. so shy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were vibing, like he was kissing us. So I say us, because it was like I was literally say happening us. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> kissing us as in? Me and your friend. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I did not see that shit. I mean, we didn't, we didn't kiss. It was like either one. Okay, know. yeah, that's still hot though. It was pretty hot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so we just ended up going up to the playroom together. He was very sweet, held held my hand in, which was quite Aww, nice and like comforting yeah, in a way. I love that. That's and lovely. And we kind of looked around, like found a little space, and. He went down on me first and fingered oh, me. Wow. And I was nice. like, I was like, I think, I was like, I don't know if I'm too fresh down there actually. <laughs> what did he say? He was really sweet actually. I was like, he was like, oh, why? And I was like, oh, I think it's like BV. And he was like, so jokes that you just know. <laughs> great, great communication. Then we fucked. Nice. Okay, how was it? fucking and being sexual in the playroom itself could you focus in on each other or were you distracted 
I found it quite easy to focus in on him, to be honest. Nice. Because probably because of him being so like eye contacty. Mm -hmm. So like he made sure we were positioned in a way where the light was on both of our faces. So like oh. he had like red light, like lighting up his eyes and it was just really hot. And like, he looked really, really hot. And yeah, so we just had a very intense, like, he was like fucking me. We were just like staring into each other's eyes. Oh my God, that sounds fucking good. It was sexy. First, like a fuck with a literal stranger. Yeah, um, nice. And then it was, what was quite funny though, is that when we were like finishing up, um, neither of us came. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably quite, normal yes I have, I have never come at a sex party yeah it was feeling great though it was it was yeah it was really good but when we mm -hmm. got up i realized that one of the curious fuckers that we had met earlier was like literally just fucking next to us <laughs> you kind of have to just be okay with yeah. like potentially i mean it's we have to be okay with potentially seeing each other fuck yeah. and it will be the same with if you go to your go with your friend but I'm, i feel like that space was really good to go with your friends because there's enough room that if you are there with a friend you can go into another room or you could play somewhere else or move around yeah um yeah and also i think it isn't you know you just got to be like your friend's biggest cheerleader if they get off. Yeah, no, we had like, like yeah. we had a little chat afterwards, which we're not actually supposed to do in the playroom. You're not supposed to chat uh, in the playroom. Yes, yeah, no talking. But uh, we we did. No one told us not to. And I was kind of like, oh, we need to move out. <laughs> we can't do this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a really great experience. And then I think, <laughs> and then when we got to left, I saw you sucking some stick. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That's so Just good. like in the corner. And then we, we went out to see if we could find anyone else. I think... <laughs> Um, this dude just really wanted to find your mate. Oh yeah. He mm. wanted to almost like have a foursome kind of thing or like just oh, fuck cool. next to, which kind of ended up happening. Oh, okay. All right. So we went out, had a chill outside because obviously it's fucking hot there. And then we ended up coming back in, mm -hmm. wandered around. And I was like, I, I was like, can you just, push me up against this railing and kiss me. And he was like, he was like, I really like that you asked that. And so we just had like a really hot, like make out mm. against like the bars, metal bars. And he said, <laughs> he was just like, I want you to masturbate. And he just like stared like into my eyes whilst I like touched myself. Oh and God. he was just like leaning Fucking over out. me on the bar. I was like, what is this? I was actually like an erotic That's, novel. That's so hot. That is so I'm sweating hot. talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you so know is good, man. I'm sweating for you. Like <laughs> and Woo! then we spotted your mate in the corner and he was just like, let's park here. And he was like, suck my dick. <laughs> okay let's clarify um so my mate was also there with somebody that she yeah. was shagging yeah so that she was that was probably why things got a little bit but then the the foursome <laughs> thing would have so okay wait. so you were sucking his dick and and he was watching your mate being fucked next to us oh my god yeah and then yeah lots was of, this in the playroom yeah all, all in the playroom nice lots of choking oh my god i forgot to say my neck is bruised to fuck like i don't think you can see it on this but Can't i'll send it. you a picture later because i actually yeah. think it's swollen because he was like numbing on my neck 
which feels Numbing. so good at the time, but like I'm actually injured. Oh my God. <laughs> Exciting news, Curious Fuckers. We're actually nominated for a Blogosphere Award. Say what? It would be so great if you could vote for us for the Sex and Relationships Creator of the Year. We haven't won an award for this yet. So, you know, we've been doing it for eight, nearly nine years. It would be really great to win. There are some awesome nominees. So every vote will help us out loads. You can find the link to vote in the description. Help us win. How do you feel about this in sex parties? When you fuck a stranger, do you, like, what's the aftercare situation when it comes to a sex party? Like, do you exchange numbers or is it literally like you're just kind of off into the distance? <laughs> I think it's how you want to process the aftercare. Um, you know, it, you have to listen to your body and listen to what you need. Um, and mm. you should know that by other experiences. Of course, like we're all just trying to figure it out. If if aftercare for you means that you fuck and then you go and sit down and chat for a while afterwards or you do have cuddles afterwards, yeah. then it, explain that. Or if the aftercare is like, hey, that fuck was great. I'm gonna go off and mill around and see if there's somebody else to fuck. Like, are you okay with that? As long as you're checking in with them. I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with any of those. It's just communicating it. So if you do want to pick up their number, um, then yeah, all you need to do is ask. The only thing they're going to do is be like, oh, I'm okay. Or like, no, yeah. that doesn't work for me. But hopefully they'll be like, but if you need some aftercare, I'm happy to partake in that. Yeah. My, I had a situation where afterwards, after fucking, this guy was saying that he was going to go home. Yeah. And then I was chatting to other people and saw that he was still around. So I went up to him and was just like, Hey, I thought you said that you were leaving. And cause that made me feel uncomfortable. Cause it's like, well, I feel like you just lied to me to like- Get me away. Get away, mm. which is fine. Because I think we were both wanting to like part Separate. ways. Cause we like exchanged numbers. And then it was like, you know, I'm gonna go find my friends and like all of that. And then, yeah, I mean, he just said that he'd changed his mind, basically. Yeah, I, sp I suppose it's but, hard. If you're, you know, if you're on your way out, you know how hard it is when people are saying goodbye and you're yeah, saying goodbye. definitely. Um, and I suppose he has the right to, to do that. And maybe that's just something that he said and then was like, oh, no, I'm going to stay. It's, it, is, yeah. it can be complicated. Yeah, I was just trying to process, like, in the moment how I actually felt mm. about that. And, like, that, but then I was like, but... It's a sex party, so I, I can't be possessive. Yeah, it's good that you said something, though, um, and maybe that uh, you addressed it with him. I think that that's important mm. because there's no point sitting there, like, seething or not understanding. Yeah, I just want to... Honesty, yeah. I think, is just the best way in those situations. Honesty, for sure. Just don't say things that you don't mean. Yeah, I've, I've been but. pretty shitty in, in sex party situations where I feel like I've got what I've came for and I'm off. Mm. And I feel like I need to work on my on my care, my aftercare with other people. Yeah. I've, I've apologised to people before where I'm like, sorry, yeah. um, I just ducked out of there. I didn't mean to. I just, I didn't think about it. I'm sorry. It was everything okay. And they're normally fine with it, but... Yeah, I think some people just need more aftercare. Yeah, need more aftercare or the opposite where the overstimulation is too much and they want like nothing. They need like absolute separation. It's really hard to tell. That's why, again, yeah, communication is super important. 
Definitely. And I was just trying to figure out like how I even felt in the moment. Cause mm -hmm. I was just like, I'm not used to this. I'm not used to like fucking someone that's just fucked someone else. And like, yeah, <laughs> it's going to go fuck someone else afterwards. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's so, good, good to think about, good to unpack and really like yeah. step into that feeling. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Little aftercare section. Mate, I was fucking dignitized. But obviously I came out of that situation and I was like, oh, it's not like, kind of wanted like more to happen. Like once, especially yeah. I was like in the mood and like had started off. And I was also just once a little bit pissed off at myself for like fucking mm. a guy. I was like, no, on, you, you can't, can do this anytime. You can't be too pissed <laughs> off with yourself. The thing is you couldn't, you know, you were in that space and you met that person and it felt right. And he was the one that made you feel comfortable enough to do something with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you spoke to so many other people and they didn't. And so yeah, maybe it was true. just that the right person wasn't there at the right time. Yeah, there were some really attractive women that I would have played yes. with, but I just didn't like, it didn't like match up. So there was this girl that I saw at the bathroom and she was just like, oh, something about me being a beautiful human being. And I was like, well, you mm -hmm. are as well. And then I said, well, maybe I'll see you around later. And she was like, oh, I hope so. Oh, I love it. This, is, this must be why. Well, never say never. This is why you they do it every Sunday, married. right? So you're just like, oh, maybe I will see yeah. them again. Well, funnily enough, just before we started recording this podcast, I got a text from the guy from yesterday. Just, mm. Guess how he started it though. And I'm like, this is one of my pet hates. I think because yeah. one, one of my exes called me it. Trouble. Oh, uh, yeah. I just, I think it's, it's because of my ex always calling me trouble that I'm just like, oh, I just don't like it. I mean, it's not daddy, it's just dad. <laughs> it's literally, it is just dad, come Did on. Did you communicate that you're not into being called that? Uh, not yet, no. Okay, not yet. I will do That's the plan. Yeah. Gotta set them boundaries. Yeah, so he's, in, he's, he's basically invited me to go with him next weekend. Just, oh, just now, so I haven't really processed or thought about it yet. Yeah, but. I think you need like time to just <laughs> chill out because I, I need fucking Fuck. time, and I love doing social events and yeah, and sex parties and shit. And even I'm like, fucking hell, that was that was on another level. It's intense, intense. to go yeah. every weekend. I don't know how people do that. It's not possible. Also, I did want to talk about mm. I so back when I was like seventeen to nineteen, maybe even twenty one. I had a sex addiction and I would be in oh, club yes. spaces specifically and always feel like I needed to find someone by the end of the night. Otherwise, like it was an unsuccessful night and like nobody wanted me and like I didn't mm -hmm. feel good about myself. And I fucked so many people because of that. And I, what I found about being at a sex party was like a little bit triggering. Really? Because I was like on the dance floor and I was just like back in that space where it's like, oh, looking around for like, who's the next person? Who do I want to fuck mm -hmm. next? And especially as I had um, gotten to po a point where I was like, oh, I didn't really get what I wanted. Like I wanted to really yeah. kiss a girl there, a woman. And so I found myself kind of like looking around, like being in that old frame of mind that was like, mm -hmm. need this to happen. But I became very aware of it. That's good. And I was able to just sort of be like, look, you're on field, you're chatting to some beautiful girls there. Like maybe that's the space 
that I need to have that happen. And I could always come back again and have another experience. Like you just never know. Um, and the expectation is always gonna ruin experience. Yeah, of course. And, and then on top of that, you're gonna be beating yourself up about it. And that's gonna bring you back to all those feelings that you used to experience and all the yeah. thoughts and like the shame, the guilt, mm-hmm. the, the like the misunderstanding. Yeah. Um, but that's really good that you, you could recognize it. It will be triggering, but it's also like, you know, maybe this is the space where you yeah. can feel uh, it's almost like exposure therapy where you can understand it and grow yeah. with it and, and learn to accept it in a different way, in a, in a healthier way. Yeah, because I almost feel like that's in a way why I stopped drinking a lot and stopped going out to those kind of events mm. because it was associated with like this need for validation and getting yeah. that through sex. Yeah, so I slowed down massively, but maybe that's just like not really addressing it. It's just taking it out of the equation. Well, thank you for addressing it on the podcast. Like it's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, thank thank goodness for therapists. Shit, One for the books, isn't it, man? Yeah. Like I can't wait to unpack some shit in therapy this week. I'm ready. <laughs> I actually got therapy tomorrow. So yes. But yeah, I just ended up hanging out with some curious fuckers for the rest of the night and like dancing. Cute. I don't even like techno music, but I got into it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so yeah, I, and then I weaseled my way out just before midnight because that's Cinderella and all that. Yeah, got to get my bag sense. before the rush and all, and I didn't want to be stuck in yeah everyone leaving. But it was a really good first time experience yes and it's I mean it's like any first time you know it's gonna be different every single time you do it it's you're gonna have especially because there's so many different sex parties and fetish parties to explore yeah um and it's all about you know even if you went to the same one every week because there's different people going and you're going to be in a different mindset it it will be it will be a different experience um So yeah, I think it's good to be open, keep open about these things. I think going to an experience like that, not liking it and being like, I'm never gonna do that again. I feel like you're missing a trick, but yeah. yeah. You went in with the right mindset of like, I'm just gonna go in, see what happens, go with the flow. Um, it's definitely I think everyone should inspired do me to want to go to more and different sex parties yes. because I really liked the kind of like kink element of, um, the room and I wish that I could have explored that a little bit more like I would have loved to have like someone like flog or spank me or whatever yeah that would have been yeah. super hot it's it's really it's it's a different experience when you are spanked or flogged at a sex party I've had it a couple of times I don't think I'm into spanking yeah but you know it's like oh yeah me my turn and then I'm like ah don't love this this really? isn't for me yeah but I was watching in the playroom I was watching someone being spanked and that was really pleasurable because I could see how much pleasure they were having from it yeah um but I think it's with me when I'm just a bit like nah it doesn't doesn't hit my boat I'm like yeah all right tickle me but don't spank me I'm not down yeah yeah obviously tickle me with consent just don't fucking go in there yeah we'll see yeah. We'll see what happens next. I'm sure we'll yes. update you guys. Yeah, exciting stuff. So, I mean, we're really lucky in London because we have quite a a big kink space. We have yeah. 
so many parties. They're and under I keep threat hearing though, about, man. Yeah, they are under threat. So we've been having like issues with the council. There have been protests because they're trying to shut down the spaces. And it's not just kink friendly spaces. It's like these queer community spaces as well where um, they always people feel... The they do, um, where people feel like they found like a safe space and then for it to be taken away from them. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's quite troubling, but yeah, we'll we'll report back when we go to other parties. Um, but yeah, if you ever wanna go to a sex party, I highly would recommend it. And especially dressing, dressing up is like part of it. And I think you just have to go in full hog. Yeah, I think that's what always scared me about the parties mm. and like dressing up, but yesterday when I put my gear on I was like this is yeah. hot like I'm, I don't know why I had a problem with yeah. this yeah I think it's just it's that fear it's the social fear of like am I gonna look stupid is this like this is something that's so out of my comfort zone but then yeah. once you get into it and get into that space and also once you're there in amongst the people you're just like wow why did I even have an issue you know you've got like dudes walking around in a tiny tiny little crotchless thong you know and you're just yeah. like and i had an issue with my clothes everyone looks fucking mm. amazing the, the self-expression is so beautiful there yeah so cool oh yeah also after the party on the way home i was texting the guy that i'm dating oh. and told him everything <gasps> he was like tell me yes <laughs> yes i'm so into it that he's into it He's really into it, and I'm gonna get in a lot of trouble when I see him. Oh, next. naughty girl. <laughs> naughty girl. So naughty. Yeah, it's just like, I'm in trouble, just don't call me trouble. Just don't call me trouble. Call me good girl, baby girl, baby. Baby girl's my favorite. <laughs> I love it. I'll call you daddy. And yeah. Cool. Yeah. If you call me trouble, I'll call you dad, motherfucker. Oh, uh, wow, what a erotic episode this has been an erotic episode yeah i can't wait to explore more sex parties with you it's gonna be fun yeah it was fun going together it was yeah i've i haven't done done a sex party going as a group before i've only ever done it as like oh. going with my partner and that yeah. was a really nice experience to do i feel like if you're going to a sex party for your first time, definitely go with a group or with a partner. Yes. It makes it sort definitely. of like, just makes it easier to go together. And you, you yeah. know, the dress up together, the pre-drinks together. Don't drink too much to calm your nerves. 100%. I hope this has been interesting. I mean, we're like, I feel like I'm so exhausted and I want to talk so more. So exhausted but, from yesterday. <laughs> like burnt out, sexually burnt the fuck out. Sexually but also, hung over and horny the next day as well are you horny yeah i'm horny I'm, but i don't want to masturbate like, yeah i masturbated yeah i masturbated i i don't think i would want to fuck today though but that's because my bb has obviously yeah. flared up after yesterday and now i'm like i think i just need to go get some antibiotics yeah and i'm flush all the bacteria out of the fucking i'm system. full period mode as well so i don't want sex but i think even if I was able to have sex. I still don't think I'd want to because I, I just I'm horny and I want to masturbate. But I, I feel like it was so yeah. physically stimulating that I need the space. I've had enough. Done. I feel like I feel like I did like almost three sessions in a yeah. week. Almost, feel, I'm filled up. A lot that for is, me. Yeah, that's some good. Shit. I mean, it's great. Very yeah. great. I love that. Yeah. I would have it every day if I if, if you I physically could, like, could, physically and mentally if I physically could. could. Yeah. If my BV wasn't um, 
Actually, yeah, I'm trying to think, like, if, if I had the opportunity for someone to come over now, would I say yes and or no? And fuck, would you? No, I don't think I would. No. But I don't know whether that's because of the BB. Maybe. Yeah. Horny, though. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Horny, absolutely. Confused. My mind is like... Ooh, so confused. <laughs> All right, okay, let's round up this amazing episode. Yes, if you have any more questions on sex parties or any of that, there will be loads of discussions all over our Instagram. So go and follow us there at Come Curious and our personal ones at Read Amber X and at Florence Bark. And of course, if you've liked this episode or if you and your partner or somebody you know is thinking about going to a sex party, send it to them and drop them a little link. But yeah, see you next Thursday, curious fuckers. And we'll see, see you, you at the next Thursday. sex party. Yeah, see you there, sexy. Oh my God, I love all the people that came up to us. Thank you so much for listening. And yeah, we love you. It was so great to meet you. Yeah, we love you all so much. You're amazing. Bye. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.